0: it's the score north twin show
1: it is the score north twin show where uh, we love cranking up the hot stove and it's a reckless speculation thursday here too so reckless speculation safe space to speculate on the future of the minnesota twins presented in part by our friends at hire a pro So, there is some hail damage throughout the Twin Cities and beyond this summer. And so, if you have an approved claim to get your roof repaired, the folks at Hire a Pro are here to help you make a profit on your hail claim. So, roofers kind of hate these guys because they show you everything a roofer can't. They pull back the curtain, expenses, and the profit on that job. Hire a Pro is here to help you make a profit on your hail claim. So... If you have an approved roof replacement, give Hire a Pro a call at 651-402-3400. That's 651-402-3400. Or go to the website, Hirea.pro. That's Hirea.pro. Before we get to a hot stove speculative discussion here about the Twins pitching staff, gentlemen, Mm. the weather would have been pretty nice for a World Series. I've been kind of keeping an eye on, like uh, you know, we can. If the twins got further into October, the weather wouldn't be too. It's raining a little bit, but it's, it's like fifty-five. I, I, have degrees. you have you have you checked the
0: weekend forecast? I. It, <laughs> uh, it, it, this weekend is going to be like good luck tailgating this weekend if you guys are tail. The high is thirty-four not, degrees
1: on Saturday. I'm not tailgating. Press box I guess it depends. If, if, okay, so yeah, I I mean today it's sure about sixty. That? It's sixty degrees. <laughs> sure about, you're you're about that. that? <laughs> so basically once we get to uh saturday then the world yeah, series maybe. games hypothetically would be played under blizzard warning conditions is that kind of the
0: yes okay yes That's too bad
2: mm. sorry to
0: i guess if one you know if games one there. and two are here right it, maybe not so
1: bad so but... games two three and four World Series starts, what, Friday? Is it Friday, yep. Saturday? Okay. And Friday, so Saturday. games three and four, five, if necessary, yeah. would be Monday high of 35. <laughs> I was way off. Yeah, Tuesday high of 35 and Wednesday high of 38 with <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, lows in the mid-20s and a 60% chance of snow for game four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with leave. the world watching Go. or part of the world. Do you know like what the you need? The a hot stove. That's what you'd need. Yes.
0: Oh, holds his phone up to the what can, is that can you hear it yeah it sounds like <laughs> boiling water to be honest
1: i don't know if really it's a
2: hot, no, you, you. i found a fire <laughs> i found a hot stove
1: let's go i'm here for judd's uh judd's phone I'm,
0: graphics producing graphics on the, our, I'm producing
2: on the fly our
0: sound yeah. <laughs> department did cook together a little a little little sound effect we did cook together oh, a like, sound let's, effect. Try, uh, let's try let's try well, this. let's try this oh. do you have it I don't have. I don't have it. I sent it to you. I thought you had. You're it. the
1: producer. I, th- I, th- I, th- yeah. I-,
0: I don't fire buttons. You
1: fire buttons. I'm the only one who was prepared here. I was prepared. <laughs> I, my head. House stove. I have it, but it's not on my button bar yet. Okay. So we'll keep working. We'll keep working the sound <laughs> effects department. Here. But here, here's the journey that we're going to go on today. So we, uh, we did the center field discussion earlier this week. Today, let's figure out what the Twins should do for a number two starting pitcher. So uh, the segment is called Scornorth. The Scornorff Twin show turns on the hot stove. It's a safe space to explore reckless speculation, ideas, okay? And uh, and we're looking to secure a number two starting pitcher with Sonny Gray hitting free agency. And he can be one of the options, too. I think we're assuming Pablo Lopez is the number one starting pitcher in this rotation. If anyone wants to fight that, then, you know, we can have that discussion, too. Mm -hmm. So I want to throw four different types of options at you guys. And you tell me which one or two of these are you most intrigued about exploring. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So option number one for a number two starter is to just resign Sonny Gray. He's going to be a free agent at this point. It looks like he wants to keep playing. He's 34 years old in 2024 projected contract three years, maybe $60 million. So $20 million a year for ages 34, 35 and 36 He's had some durability issues and even some productivity issues at times in his career. But the last two years, he's been very reliable. Last year might have been the best or second-best season of his career. So so re-sign Sonny Gray, ages 34, 35, and 36. That's option one. Option two, Declan found a great article about this. I think it was from kind of a Cubs perspective, too. But Tyler Glass now is going to be traded this, this winter. Almost certainly. He's the Rays' right-handed number one starter when he's healthy. He's 30 years old. He has one year, $25 million left on his contract. Major durability issues throughout his career. When he's on the mound and healthy, he is lights out, best strikeout starting pitcher in the league for the better part of the last, you know, five years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Final year of his contract. So maybe the price comes down. Maybe the price is more reasonable. That's option two. Option three is just ride with one of your internal guys. So Pablo Lopez is number one, and then you just kind of hope that like a Chris Paddock or a Joe Ryan rises up, Bailey Ober, Louis Varland. There's some maybe other options in there. And then category number four is dive into the free agency waters. And yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you five names under this, and we can explore all these in more detail. Left-handed starter Blake Snell is a free agent. That's going to be a multi-year contract for probably north of $25, $27 million, maybe $30, right? Uh, right-hander Aaron Nola is a free agent, 30 years old. That's going to be $20 million a year, probably a multi-year deal. Uh, left-hander Jordan Montgomery, still pitching in the World Series with the Texas Rangers, 31 years old. That's probably going to be a multi-year contract. Oh, yeah. And then I would say two reclamation right-handers that if they're pitching at their best, definitely one of your top two starters. Jack Flaherty. 28 years old, and Lucas G. Alito, 29 years old. Mm. So, re-sign Sonny Gray, trade for Tyler Glass now, stick with internal options, or dive into the free agency waters. Where's your head at?
2: Alright, so, my head is not at uh, door three. Because I, you know, I get it. They, they, They very well might try to make Chris Paddock work as their two, but if they're if their goals are as high as they should be, um I would much prefer to have Paddock be my three, especially he's coming off his second Tommy John. There's just a lot of unknowns there. Um Varland, I I think, as we've discussed numerous times now, deserves, probably deserves to be sat down and said, son, your future might be in the bullpen. Dude, like when dominate. you come out of yeah. the bullpen, you are and and look, I you know, bullpen there's for years now, there's been nothing wrong with coming out of the bullpen. We'll get you know, a theme song. Yeah, can dim it used the lights. to be. Like, dude, well, whatever you need. You know, <laughs> the old failed starter thing is like from my youth. That's not a problem anymore. So, I mean, Louis Varland in the bullpen could make a lot of money and have a great career. So, I would prefer that you at least give that um, a look. My top option depends on the price. It's glass now. It's glass now because, That's okay, cool. Sonny Gray – Sonny Gray to your, you know, to your note here,
1: Phil.
2: And he's been really good. And I appreciate what he's brought. But as your as your email outlines, you know, these are his age 34, 35, 36 seasons. Like you're get you're pushing things here. Three years, sixty million. What? Am I expecting two good years and then a decline in the third? There, there's just a lot of un- unknowns. And I do yeah. think there's gonna be a team, the Braves or the Cardinals, that pay him. Glass now one intrigues me. My only question is this. What is the price?
0: So I don't think it's Brooks Lee. It's not Brooks Lee. So here's the thing. What is it? They, they, he's going to make $25 million. The Rays are going to trade him. They're not going to pay him $25 million. The Rays don't pay anyone $25 million. They don't have a lot of leverage here. Um, when the Twins traded for Sonny Gray, little different circumstance, but Gray was 31 going on 32. They gave up Chase Petty. Was at the time was the Twins' seventh best organizational prospect. So this is what a uh, John boy does at the trade deadline: is they look at past precedent for same service time, age, what was other past um, cost of acquisition. So let's look at the Twins prospect list. So if the basis of Sonny Gray was the seventh best prospect, and not every prospect ranking each year is obviously the same, but yeah. let, let, let's look at what the Twins prospects are from, like let's call it six to ten. At this point, okay, let's call it six to ten. So, right now, six to ten prospect rankings for the twins. Number six is Connor Prelip, a left handed pitcher who I believe is their third best pitching prospect as of right now. He
2: got hurt. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, then Tanner Schobel, who's a second base shortstop middle infielder. Um, David Festa's on this list, who I saw pitch at St. Paul. He, he was in double A to start the year. Big guy. He's honestly he looks a lot like last now. He's six six, buck 85. Um, you can probably get by giving them your 6th to 10th prospect, most likely here. Because they're they're just not going to pay him. They're not going to pay Glasnow. They want to clear that salary. Now, I'm not saying they have to sell completely pennies on the dollar, but if I'm the Twins, this is not a mortgage the farm, give up Brooks Lee, give up Walker Jenkins. I, I could see the Rays coming back and maybe saying, hey, you know what? That Trevor Larnick guy that was a former first-round pick, he's log jammed. Throw him in. I can see that being a situation but I don't think getting glass now is a situation where you have to mortgage one of your best assets. I actually think it's pretty obtainable to get him.
2: What's the like, here, here's the problem I think is what would the Dodgers who are, who have been tied to glass now already going to be from their farm system willing to offer. So I get your point Dex. Uh, I guess my concern in the bidding war would be if somebody says, hold on a second, we'll, we'll give you our, I don't know fourth best prospect, and he's damn good. Um, Because I, you know, that would be my my concern would be because the one year cost controlled, so so like you don't have to pay him if you don't want.
1: It's a rental. Um, It's a It's it's a rental, and it's expensive. It's It's expensive. Yeah,
2: but I think it's going to be worth it. I think there will be quite a bit of competition, and that's where the Rays are going to have an advantage in picking the package that they want.
1: Also, like I don't. I don't have any interest in paying Tyler Glass now long term because he, to uh, this history. point he's sort of lived up to the first part of his last name, like Glass. He has not. I mean, like, listen, I'm not trying to take shots, but the guy, the guy has pitched last year. He had a career major league high of 120 innings. His first year in the major leagues was 2016. So he just has he's had surgeries. He's had. Even when he's healthy, like he's had spots where he just he's not going to pitch more than five or six innings in a game. Like he's not a horse for you, like some of the other names that are out. Like Aaron Nola could be a horse for you. He's not as good as Glass now, but he might give you two hundred innings, right? He's a free agent. You can't trade for him. Um I am really interested in Glass now, despite those things, because if it's a one year flyer and he's gonna make twenty-five starts for me and I can manage it, I might even build in like a little phantom trip to the injured reserve list for a little bit in the middle of the season, right? Like I'm in on this. The question from Declan's perspective, I agree that you're probably not giving up Walker Jenkins or Brooks Lee, nor should you for one year of, of a, you know, a questionably healthy starting pitcher. The bidding war comes in when the, when the Dodgers, if there's five other teams that are like, well, we would trade you prospect for this guy. So you, you might have to just outbid in terms of prospect capital. But um, I would say to them, you know, whether it's the guys that are no longer prospects, like a Walner who's been up in the major leagues or a Larnick, pick one of these guys if you want. They're under team control for a while. We can find left-handed corner bats, you know, and then pick one of our top 10 prospects if you want a pitcher. But not Walker Jenkins, not Brooks Lee, and yeah. I might take another name or two out that one. Like, you know I would who, have this conversation, absolutely. Do you know who might be a really good Ray? Alex Kirloff. Ooh, good! Huh? You'd be giving up multiple years of team control on it. Well, you'd be selling really low on him, and yeah, Larnick. Sure. Like you'd be selling low on both those guys. But I could see them being highly interested in Alex Kirilov if the medicals checked out. Yes, he strikes me as a ray. Would you trade Alex Kirilov straight up for Tyler Glass? Now If they if they said that's the best player we can get when he's healthy, he's going to be a, a badass hitter for us. You know, I would. And something else. Like, you'd have to throw in something right. else, too. You I think know, I, I would.
2: would. I think I would. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, because my no.
2: my expectation is that this team is is set to pop. And, I, you know, if Kirilov is at 100% and playing his absolute best, I think he's a really good player. But that being said, if you are set to, like, if you think that you have a chance to make a World Series in 2024, this is the type of move that you make.
1: Yeah, and there's also other trades you could probably make. You know, you, I could see them going in with option three, which is, all right, we think Joe Ryan can step up for now and be a number two starter, and we, we believe that Chris Paddock is yeah. going to be durable enough. Like, I could see them going in and doing that whole thing. And then, you know, June comes around and July comes around. The problem is, do you put yourself in a hole by not having that guy to start the season who's an actual number two starter? Right. There's yes. trades to be made. The free agent signing thing, because they have Carlos Correa under contract, they're still paying Buxton $15 million a year and trying to figure that whole thing out. You know, I don't know that I see them going to like Aaron Nola and saying, all right, we'll give you a, a five-year deal for $20, 25000000 million a year. That seems more like a Yankees type of a move. Yes. But I could see them in Category 4 here, the free agency category, and you guys might hate this. Okay?
2: I, I'm going to absolutely hate
1: what you're going to say. I could see them saying Lucas Giolito was a badass like two wow. years ago.
2: Hey, Maya. She disagrees. She hates this yeah, idea. She does, she's yeah. right. She said, Gia bleep and Lito. are you serious?
1: <laughs> she's all mad. She's all. You know what? She I've wants a, She wants her Nutrisource. <laughs> she does. But couldn't you see that? Like, hey, this guy was getting Cy Young votes for yes. three straight years. and I could see that, and I hate it. Dex? Jack Flaherty, too, man.
0: It just. Jack Flaherty. I think it screams classic Twins of a guy who was really good three years ago, and we're trying to yeah. get him and and make him the pitcher this. he was before. Um, yes, if he's your number five starter, like I'm not, I guess I'm not opposed. Like I'm not opposed, but I would rather yeah.
1: seek other options before Lucas Giolito, where I would be. Yeah, get- yeah I, I would too. I'm just yeah. yeah. I'm just. This very, so, it would be a very Twins like move to do something like that.
2: So I I think there's two ways to see uh, your fourth category titled dive into the free agency waters. The first is, and I don't disagree with this, this administration for the twins has shied away from signing free agent pitchers who are going to get paid on multi-year contracts. They have shied away from that, Mm -hmm. but what they haven't and we're Declan. I'm just, and this is why the Giolito thing turns my stomach is they have gone to that bargain bin and been like this guy was really good at one time, so perhaps we can. Mel-. So that's where Glassnow, to me is sort of a meeting point, and they and Falvey has shown a willingness to make trades for pitchers, mm-hmm. and he's shown a willingness to give up a pretty damn good return. So I think I I think I could I like it I like the Glassnow now um, path the most, and I actually think it sort of fits in to with what the Twins have done. The Snell or Nola thing, we have, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. I don't think we have seen Falvey do that since he got here.
1: Yep. I, and Just one more thing on the Giolito front. Again, it's it wouldn't be my first option, but I think there's a difference between Giolito and, let, let's say, Chris Archer, because Chris Archer fell into that category. Where he, this guy used to be good, but yeah. there was like a five- or a six-year gap between the last time Chris – and Chris Archer was – into his thirties at that point, right? Wasn't he like thirty-three or thirty-four when the twins he was definitely in his thirties. Maybe I'm over exaggerating that, but and Dylan Bundy was more like uh he was okay during the pandemic shortened season or the season after that, whenever whenever the timing was. And he was always a prospect that maybe never lived up to his potential. We can get it. With Giolito, I wonder how much the White Sox kind of broke him. That that was and still remains an incompetently run organization that's behind the times. How many, you know, the the last five years should have been really a Renaissance for the white Sox. And they've had so much young talent coming in. They have had money to spend and they've just botched it at almost every turn. So I, I, again, I'm not saying he would be my number one option, but I do think if the twins said, Hey, we're going to go take a flyer and he's going to want a one year, maybe a one year op to second year option contract to reclaim what he used to be like this dude at one point, You know, he was literally getting top 10 Cy Young votes for three straight years. All-star, top of the league in strikeout rate as a starting pitcher.
2: Yeah. Like
1: two, three, three years ago. And he's not even 30 years old yet. So I would put that in it. If the twins decided, hey, we can make something out of this dude. We elevated Pablo. We elevated Sonny Gray. I would actually put G. Lito in a little bit of a different category than like Chris Archer. Just to put that out there. Am I dismissing Gray too quickly? No, he should. Well, I I would say glass now, if you can get glass now for something other than like one of your top most prized possessions, he would be awesome. I worry a little bit about Sonny Gray. Can he, would you be buying high on an unrepeatable season for him? And Is it it, 34, 35 years old, you know?
0: And if you were to get glass now, does that, do you lock him up to an extension or do you let it ride? And if he's healthy, then he's completely out of your price range. Cause he's only under contract for that $24 million and he's a free agent this time next year. Yeah. That's also a bet if like, they have to make
1: like, if he decide this is the thing about glass. Now let's say you made that trade and you went to him and said, okay, so we'd love to make this like a four year commitment. Obviously uh, you're not going to want to pay him at the top of the market because he's not healthy and you can kind of use all those things in a negotiation against him. But, if you're glass knowing in the agency, wouldn't you want to kind of bet on yourself for like, I'm going to make probably. 25 million regardless this year, Yes, which is more than the qualifying offer for like, you know, some of these other guys, it'd it's a be a good amount of money. It'd be a year. And he did th- free agency. I right.
2: Yeah. I think you're probably right about that.
1: Yeah. In fact, if he accepted a low ball contract, I'd have some worries.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, yes. And, and part of the problem too is with all due respect, the twins medical staff when it comes to pitchers don't exactly m- make me feel warm fuzzies about their sometimes their diagnosis
1: or <laughs> wow. lack thereof warm fuzzies.
2: they make me nervous
1: yeah the twins medical staff has had a lot of different iterations of uh, of things that you don't really feel warm fuzzies about i guess yeah, some of it also is just pitchers or yeah. yep. pitchers are throwing harder than they've ever thrown they're throwing more breaking stuff at higher velocities and and, and this, are going to break, you know.
2: And where, where this conversation is intriguing as well is—is is this? I mean, I do feel like the Twins should be very serious about 2024 and the possibility to improve yourself and for success. And as we've discussed a bunch too, the reality is this: that we don't know what they're going to get from a TV revenue standpoint, which is a huge part of how mm-hmm. teams pay their payroll. And so, like, how do you find a way? to, to improve yourself with, without that certainty, which to me eliminates free agency almost entirely.
1: Right. But, but that's the thing where that's where glass now comes in for instance and says, so, okay, that's not free agency, but it's a $25 million chunk at least for one year that you would have to account for. Yep. So right now without sunny gray as part of the equation yep. and then factoring in some of the estimations on SpoTrack for like the arbitration guys, and including the team options for Kepler and Polanco, they're sitting at like $111 million, which is about $40 million less than their opening day payroll last year. I would be shocked if they went up anywhere near that without a TV contract in place that guaranteed them certain revenues. If they were to bring in a free agent starter, anyone on this list for the most part, mm-hmm. or Tyler Glass now on a trade, I think it would mean trying to dump one of, or maybe both, Kepler and Polanco. I think you exercise the options and then yes. look to move the ten million for a prospect or for something that's lesser. You know, I'm comfortable
2: with that. I'm entirely comfortable with with that. The thing with Glassnow, though, that would be from an accounting standpoint, nice is it's a one year twenty five million dollar cost. If you <laughs> if you bid on Blake Snell, and I I mean. Just for the sake of this conversation, let's say you sign them to like a five-year, you know, contract. That's a lot to tie up when there is uncertainty about exactly when you are going to recoup or start to probably make as much as you did from the Bally's agreement. Yep. No.
1: I think that's, so, I think that's fair. So I don't know. We all we kind of we all kind of like the glass now idea, depending on what the bidding war looks like. I think it sounds like we're all to varying degrees, interested in Sonny Gray coming back. I'm a little nervous about buying the, high and the age and stuff.
2: And I think the thing with Gray is is I'm not positive he'll co- he wants to come back. But let's say he does, I am positive this you are not going to get a better deal than than like like if the Cardinals are bidding on Gray, I don't think there's any way that he's going to say to the Twins, "Yeah, you know what? I loved it here. I'll give you a slight break."
1: He's going to, yeah, I mean, he's going to take, he's going to probably take. He's going to,
2: yeah, yeah, so, yeah, which he absolutely should. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think the glass now thing, I think the glass now thing is a very um, fair middle ground here because the free agency thing I think is a, a non-starter. But if you come into spring training and say, you know what, Chris Paddock, we're going to count on you after two TJs to be our guy. And and look, it, as a three, be great. That's fantastic. I feel like Joe Ryan would be Joe Ryan's above paddock, you know? Like he has to be. Feels like they're really high on paddock, and that's fine, but I just don't think there's enough there yet.
1: If paddock's like your four or your five, awesome. If paddock's your two, that's really hopeful. And sometimes right. the twins have relied on Agree, like completely. hoping for the best case scenario rather than planning for reality. Agree. So let us know in the YouTube comment section or hit us up on Twitter slash X. What do you think, Twins fans? Would you what which one of these categories which one of these players that we've talked about would you be most interested in being the number two starter for this baseball team a shout out to our friends at ugly deck judd zolgad let's uh let's before the snow comes let's fix those decks for next patio season
2: well how how about this how about allow the snow to come and then next spring have a great new deck because right now As you can see, people partying there because that deck is so great. Uglydeck.com is offering a reserve my deck package now special um, for people that want to build a deck in the spring. And here's the most important thing. And here's why they are celebrating. And save huge bucks. This is only for a limited amount of customers who reserve their deck package now uglydeck.com offering up to one thousand bucks off a full deck package plus locked in pricing for 2023 uglydeck.com will deliver your deck package to your driveway by may 1st of next spring and you are going to save as much as ten thousand dollars that's right 10 grand on your deck bill talk about a good deal remember with ugly deck you get free plans a free coach you know like a position coach access to their online deck build academy and they will install your footings and ledger you do the rest you save so go today to uglydeck.com click on reserve my deck package now and come next spring you are going to save huge money and have an awesome new
1: deck gentlemen it is time for the random twin of the week and let's shout out our friends to at Livia helping present our new favorite game show. We love the immaculate grid too. So it's kind of like we're going to on one of these episodes, we're just going to do the random twin of the week. But um, if you want to lose some weight before free agency to make yourself look good for the uh, highest bidders, where (laughs) should you go, judge? Uh, You you should most definitely go to um, and consult with my friends, Livia
2: weight control centers, who a couple of years ago helped sports dad go from the guy on the left to the guy on the right. And here's the best part the guys are going to help you keep that weight off livia works we have countless stories that i've seen that phil's seen that declan has seen from listeners and viewers who have gone on this program and have come back and said man this program is fantastic so if you're thinking about dropping the weight quit procrastinating and go to livia.com l-i-v-e-a.com or uh call them 855 go l-i-v-e-a and they have a deal right now three months for free Three months for free. Imagine all the ways that you can drop in that time. Livia.com
1: is where you start. Jeb went Elmer Fudd there for a second. Pucua- Pro- po- 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 procrastinating. My, t- <laughs>
2: my tongue got, yeah, my tongue got tight.
1: Procrastinating. procrastinating. That's a tough one. Say procrastinating 10 times. Procrastinating. In a row. I can't say it fast, but I ordinarily procrastinating.
2: I, procrastinating. I ordinarily don't miss my tongue. Literally, I could feel it folding up. Oh, but you're right. It was Elmer Fudd. I couldn't decide because I wasn't completely mispronouncing it. So so much as so much as going Elmer Fudd. Which, by the way, shout out Elmer Fudd's
1: awesome. He's a great character. Elmer Judd. We have a new character here. You could just wabbit. <laughs> wabbits. All right, time for the random twin of the week here. <laughs> where uh, Declan gives out the clues today. So it's losers out. Whoever loses between Judd and myself will give out the clues next week. I'm on a two-game winning streak with Butch Husky and Ryan Presley. Before that, it was Judd guessing Gary Gaetti correctly and Declan guessing Henry Blanco correctly. Gmail. All time since we started doing the random twin of the week a few months back. I have eight correct, Declan has four, Judd with two. So Judd has the most, like, historical knowledge of the twins, so I expect that two to probably increase uh, It depends some on
2: point. when, but, but uh, you know, I feel like from the year 2000 on that, that both of you hold yeah. an advantage. I have no idea the hell I mean, Bush Husky was. I did, but I don't, but, you know, so in 2000... I turned 30, and so, like, I don't, like, like you you guys were impressionable. It's like me with with the 80s and maybe early 90s. Like, it makes a big difference when you're impressionable. The Vikings, I know, because I covered them. But, like, Twins, I didn't really cover. For me, like,
1: my Twins, you know, I remember the 91 World Series a little bit, but I really became a huge baseball fan throughout the 90s. So, like, Butch Husky was right. I was, like, 13 years old. The Mets right. had Butch Husky and Bernard Gilkey. And then they had Alex Ochoa for a while, if I'm not oh, mistaken, I, and he you're, became a twin. You're singing my tunes. Carlos Byer. Man. So, all right, uh, Declan's got going, some clues yes. for us here. We get up to three strikes. If we hit the third strike, you're out, and the other person wins automatically. Shout out the guesses when you think you know. No cheating.
0: All right, this random twin of the week played in 1,200 minor league games. Holy. By the way, brother Liam, shout out. He gave me this random twin of the week last week. He's, we were sitting on the couch watching playoff ball and he goes, "Do you remember so and so?" And I was like, "Who?" He was like, "You so and so and and blah blah blah." And then he started giving me all these facts like this is a perfect random twin of the week.
1: So, he threw out a player that you hadn't really heard of? I, I forgotten I had forgotten about because that's kind of a clue in itself. It is, that is also
0: a clue. Yeah, I, I had forgotten about. This random twin of the week signed as a 16-year-old for an estimated $1.3 million. And it, that happened in the 90s. A lot of dough for a 16-year-old.
2: Random twin, but he didn't clearly. He didn't sign up the twins. Or did he? I don't think. I don't think in the nineties the twins mm-hmm. were cheap. We're doling out one point three million. <laughs> Carl Polad when they're ads cheap ass. Twins were drawing like seven hundred fifty thousand probably for attendance the at the Metrodome back then.
0: This random twin of the week. Now I'm sounding calmer, like Fudd. Random twin of the week.
1: <laughs> random twin, twin of, of the week. Yeah, my Titan.
0: He won a silver medal at the 2004 Summer Olympics. That's actually true, though. He did win a silver medal in the 2004 Summer Olympics. Ooh. Ooh. And how much you love your Olympics history, Judd? So I think Eight, you, sh- I, you should be able to name who won the gold, about flight, silver, and brown. Football browns.
2: coming to the Olympics?
0: Yeah, that's, that's funny.
2: You know, it's just on now. The Olympics just have ever is just unbelievable. Okay.
0: This random twin of the week in the minor leagues hit 126 home runs. Oh, um, Todd Sears. Todd Sears, that's an official guess? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was a Scott Boris client, according to his baseball reference page, says Agent is Boris Corporation
1: nice? You got him that big deal. Um, hold on a second here. So, uh, okay, so he's not really. Okay, should do some math there. But 126 home runs.
0: This random twin of the week, nope, that guy. is 46 okay. years old, and this random twin of the week is still involved in baseball. It is in his blood,
2: actually. you play 1,200 minor league games, it's in your blood.
0: Mm-hmm. Right in the blood. Make sure I Leads have this right here, where I give you this actual clue. This random Twin of the Week played one position at the Major League level.
1: still a lot I feel there's a lot of possibilities here I there's a, these clues are very interesting yep
2: yep I feel like I'm I feel like I have guesses and then I'm eliminating them because
1: of feel Be like you're way off feel like you're way off right now I'm not gonna lie
0: this random yeah. twin I'm of trying the week'm I'm not
1: I'm not listening to this trash talk
2: D- don't you trash talk me sorry Declan
0: was Declan. born overseas was not born in the United States North America Okay,
1: just to be clear when you say because mm-hmm. I had deduced already that he was not American born with okay. one of your previous clues sure. when you say he's born overseas mm-hmm. are you saying like toward Europe or because you could be over like part of the sea and go to the Dominican you know not what I'm Dominican. saying like,
0: nope nothing with the North. Not, not with North America no not, not North right.
1: America Not North America or South America
2: I'm going to mm-hmm. take a guess Glenn Williams
0: holy crap <laughs>
1: Wow, dude.
0: Glenn Williams. Wow. I was nervous about the overseas. All right, this is an amazing random twin of the week, and I'm a little upset Judd sniped it so early because Glenn Williams had a hit in every single game in his major league career. What? 13 games, hit 400. He had a horrible shoulder injury. And it like derailed things. He didn't debut with the Twins until he was 27 years old. After 12 years in the minor leagues, he now wow. runs. I think Baseball Australia.
1: He's like the CEO of baseball. Um, and then Luke Hughes Australia. just running, running the hey, Australian Bates. professional. Hey, League. How about that, Royce? Yeah, he's I just the. I him. Wearing cutoff jorts. He
0: is the <laughs> CEO of Baseball Australia. His current position.
1: That's pretty cool. Wow, Judd is on the board here for the wow. third time. Wow, ca- his I- third victory craziness that's a great one because i was thinking you know when you said signed as a 16 year old american-born players cannot sign until they're drafted and and that has to be like age 18 Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so that that clue where's todd sears from is he he's united states born yeah that's why i thought you were off the scent i was like judd's thinking about american like team usa players Mm -mm.
0: but australian players glenn williams man
1: well wow, that's a great one all right uh, I've got the clues for you guys next week so be on the lookout I might uh throw a curveball
2: well little, little little Zoilo yeah. give me Zoilo
1: hey, next week uh a shout out to we did this on Royce Unchained but this is the score our twin show here Terry Ryan turning 70 years old today former <laughs> twins general manager uh we were swapping texts this morning and I said hey who's winning the world series. And he thinks the calming demeanor of Bruce Bochy is going to be the difference. Oh God. Hall of, Hall of fame manager. Easy, right? Oh, yes. this oh God, yeah. This oh guy's incredible. God, yes. yeah. Even before Man, this series, yeah. Hall of 100%. Famer, regardless. And now he's going to maybe get another one here with Texas is dusty. Oh, yes. yes. He's stepping yep. down. So he's going to yep. be in. He's in. Like has got like top 10 wins all time as a manager, isn't he? Let's look that up. What's funny about that
2: is, and I'm I'm not positive that your plaque, if you go in as a manager, has a cap. But what's funny about that is, despite the fact he won a World Series with Houston, Dusty and Bochy also should go in as giants. Yeah. Because both of them made their bones with the giants.
1: So Dusty... Seventh all time on the regular season wins list behind Sparky Anderson, Joe Torrey, Bobby Arcane. Cox, John McGraw, Tony Larusa, and Connie Mack. And then uh where's Boach? The Boach. Boach oh, is to be up there. I mean, he's been doing this forever. He was a player when I was a kid. Oh, Boach is right. He's tenth. Okay. And he's got he's got the three World Series. I think those are all with the Giants, right? He he got all three of those. Mm-hmm. And That's then uh, he's won five pennants as well. So Bochy went from top ten all went from San
2: Diego to San Francisco, won the three World Series, and now Texas, yep. and and actually Bob Melvin just left the Padres to take the Giants' job. Same thing Bochy did years
1: and years ago. Yep. Jimmy Leland is in the top twenty here. Lou oh. Pinella. So. Give me Gene those Mock, heaters, man. Gene Mock is 15th all-time. Former Give James me those manager. heaters. Jimmy Leland, man. Nobody sucked him down. Still alive and well, too. Dude, he'd be ripping him in the visitor's clubhouse when they would visit the twins, just like, sir, you're not supposed to smoke. F you. The clip. Empty Chinese food boxes the, and cigarettes. He's in clip, his pajamas. The clip with him at spring training
2: and Barry Bonds in, in the Pirates days yeah. going at it is a let... <laughs> if you want to... If, if it's, you know, kids... Cover your ears, but for adults, it's a great clip.
1: It's hilarious. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with us at the Score North Twin Show. We're going to be speculating, sometimes recklessly, the entire offseason. See you guys.